As we enter this podcast, pay very close attention to the word God speaks. That's what's important with each of us. What has God said to us? What has he said to me? What has he said to you? These are the things that we need to be very sensitive toward, very alert to. What is God speaking to us by his Spirit? What scriptures are called to our attention? What concepts are we being shown? As we go into the end times, we really are going to need to be more alert to what God says. For that's the only thing that matters. There is no counsel against the Lord. That's Proverbs 21. There is no word that can come against the Lord. God will overcome everything. And he will show us what to do. So pay attention to the speaking of God as he did here to Moses and throughout all of these podcasts where I'm talking about Old Testament patriarchs. The thing important is what God says. We'll start today with Exodus chapter 6, verse 1. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand shall he let them go. And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord, and I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, by the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known unto them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage. And I have remembered my covenant. Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will rid you out of their bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgments, and I will take you to me for a people. And I will be to you a God, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will bring you into the land concerning the which I did swear to give it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And I will give it you for an heritage, for I am the Lord." In our time today, we have several things that are going to happen. God is going to take the elect of God, the saints, the born-again church. 
He's going to take them off this earth. He's going to raise the dead in Christ. They will meet Jesus in the air. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 through 17. The dead in Christ will be raised by Jesus. They will be taken into the air to meet Jesus in the air. That point is very important, in the air. Then those who are still alive on this earth will be taken off this earth by the angels of Jesus and taken into the air to meet Jesus and all those who have already been raised from the dead. The elect of God being removed from this earth is told us in Matthew chapter 24, verse 31. We will be taken into the air. Now, why into the air? One time God said to me, in the air. I looked it up and found it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Why are we taken into the air? Because this present heaven and earth will be destroyed by fire by God in the end times. It won't even exist. Those who are alive and are in Christ, the elect of God, the born-again church, will be taken off this earth before this earth is destroyed. They will be taken off, taken into heaven, given new spiritual bodies, taken into heaven, being raised to meet Jesus and the resurrected dead in the air. And everyone will be taken by Jesus to the new heaven and the new earth created by God for those who belong to him. You can read about that in Revelation 21, verses 1 through 5. There's so much about this Old Testament that parallels the New Testament. We have all these plagues that are going to come from God upon Egypt to deliver his people. There's a scripture which says the Lord knoweth how to deliver his people and how to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. That is in Second Peter chapter 2. So we have these plagues that we see in Egypt that God brings for the purpose of delivering his people. At the end times, we're going to have the great tribulation. The earth will be moved out of place in the solar system. Great fear will come upon those left on the earth. Then all of the plagues of the great tribulation, there are 14 plagues, of the great tribulation to come upon this earth in the future. These will be worse than anything that has ever been seen before. The elect of God are going to be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. So there's so much of a parallel here between the plagues of the Old Testament, and the great tribulation plagues that are yet to come. Returning 
2, Exodus 6, verse 9. And Moses spake that which was given to him by God to the children of Israel. But they hearkened not unto Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in and speak unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he let the children of Israel go out of his land. And Moses spake before the Lord, saying, Behold, the children of Israel have not hearkened unto me. How then shall Pharaoh hear me, who am of uncircumcised lips? And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, and gave them a charge, gave them an order, an assignment, authority, unto the children of Israel and unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass on the day when the Lord spake unto Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I am the Lord. Speak thou unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say unto thee. The thing God trained me in is speaking that which the Holy Spirit says to me. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, to each of us who are born again. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. He lives in us and he brings to our mind thoughts that show us the will of God for us. You can see that in three passages of Scripture. John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 16, verse 13. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We overcome by following the Holy Spirit. We overcome our own flesh who wants to do works of the flesh. We keep our own flesh under control by following that which the Holy Spirit brings to our mind, which crucifies our own flesh because the Holy Spirit will take us in a way totally opposite from the way our flesh wants to go. We overcome through the Holy Spirit, through following him. That's why Paul says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So as long as we are following the Spirit of God, there is no condemnation to us. But if we stop following the Spirit of God and follow our flesh, what it wants to do, very serious consequences can result. It wants to tell people off and put them in their place and argue and debate and do all of those things. But the Holy Spirit will bring us in a way of love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. By the Holy Spirit, by going in the way of the Holy Spirit, we actually fulfill the law because the Holy Spirit takes us that direction. Exodus chapter 7, 
And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of the land. Verse 10, And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, Now the magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. They try to copy people of God today in the churches, but they fall short. Because 1 John 4, 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you. The spirit of the Holy Spirit that is in us is greater than the spirit of the world which is in them. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. When you speak to those in your church group and they can't understand what you're saying and they just stare at you blankly and they fail to rejoice over the word of God that you speak to them, this shows you they are not of God. There will be many antichrists in the churches in the last days. There were already antichrists in the churches in the day of the Apostle John. For he said to his own church group, Beloved, you have heard of antichrists. Already there are many antichrists. They came in among us. They sat among us, but they didn't stay among us because they are antichrists. Many Antichrists were there in the churches in the day of the Apostle John. They are in the churches today among us. They think they are Christians, but they are not born again. They do not have the same spirit that we have. And when we speak, they trouble us. They're always a little off. That's because they don't have the Spirit of God. And they fail to rejoice in what we speak because they are of another spirit. We recognize the Spirit of God, love, joy, peace, for it produces fruits of the Spirit of God. So when they come bringing confusion, we can know they are not of God. They do not have the Spirit of God. They are not coming to us with the Spirit of God, though they say they are Christians. But we know them by their fruits, and we are known by our fruits. Genesis chapter 7, start at verse 13. And he, God, hardened Pharaoh's heart, 
that Pharaoh hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened, he refuseth to let the people go. Get thee unto Pharaoh in the morning. Lo, he goeth out unto the water, and thou shalt stand by the river's brink against he come, and the rod which was turned to a serpent shalt thou take in thy hand. And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath sent me unto thee, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, hitherto thou wouldst not hear. Thus saith the Lord, In this thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will smite with the rod that is in mine hand upon the waters which are in the river, and they shall be turned to blood. And the fish that is in the river shall die, and the river shall stink, and the Egyptians shall loathe to drink of the water of the river. And the Lord said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Take thy rod, and stretch out thine hand upon the waters of Egypt, upon their streams, upon their rivers, and upon their ponds, and upon all their pools of water, that they may become blood, and that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded. That's always the important thing. What God has said to us. And all we do is what God tells us by his spirit to do. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded. And he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh, so he would know what was happening, and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned into blood. And the fish that was in the river died, and the river stank. And the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river, and there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. And... Seven days were fulfilled after that the Lord had smitten the river. This is the first plague sent by God upon the Egyptians. At the end of this present world where we live today, God sends his judgments upon this world in the form of the great tribulation that is yet to come. These woes will be worse than anything ever to strike this world. Revelation 8, 9, and 16 tell us the 14 plagues of the Great Tribulation. Some of those things that will happen in the end time are as follows. Acts 2, verses 16 through 21. 
And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Verse 19, And I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. This is a very important point. When the sun goes completely dark during the daylight and does not shine and darkness covers the earth, Then look up, for your redemption draweth nigh. Very soon you will see Jesus coming through the clouds after that happens. Verse 21, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Recently God showed me that there will be many people in the last days who are saved, God will open their ears to hear, and they will be born again. I was shown that in the month of August 2021. There will be many people born again in the last days. Born again by God, he simply opens their eyes to understand the scriptures, and they will believe and be saved. Revelation 6, start at verse 12. This is to come in the last days. And I beheld when he, Jesus, had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said unto the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? First Thessalonians chapter 5 Paul says, But of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. 
But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as they thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ who is the word of God. So by that word of God, we are going to obtain deliverance and salvation. When we hear from the Holy Spirit, we do what the Holy Spirit says. That's all we have to do is follow that which the Holy Spirit tells us. That is the way of safety for us. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.